We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back goes Hurts. Here comes the rush. He lets it go. He completes it. And in for the touchdown goes Dallas Goddard. Well, that's what you asked for, Mr. Reese. Yep. He stood tall in the pocket. And Dallas Goddard runs a nice route, and he finds him down the field. And he gets banged, but Dallas Goddard is so good at running through contact, and he gets himself into the end zone. Dominguez kicks. Here's the pitch. Swing and a ball. Line towards left field. Beerling coming on. He'll make the catch. Marte tags. He's coming home to throw. The tag. He's out. Matt Beerling has thrown out Starling Marte for the final out here in the bottom of the ninth inning. And we're going extras as this game is tied 1-1. Oh, what a night it was. Two big sporting events last night, both against New York teams. One in South Philly where the Eagles uh, start their preseason. The other one up in Queens, New York, where the Phillies, in the heat of a pennant race, managed to win against Max Scherzer and the Mets. Incredible baseball game. We're going to talk about the Eagles first, in part because uh, Mike Sielski. I'm Glenn Mackin with Mike Sielski, and we were both uh, at the Eagles game last night. But we will not ignore those fighting fills. So, Eagles preseason, as we said, opens last night. Game notable for uh, plays involving both quarterbacks. Let's uh, we'll start with Jalen Hurts uh, and his performance, and one play in particular. Mike, I know you focused on. Uh, he is the one player that everybody is focused on right now. Uh, he's received mixed reviews through training camp. All right, so he's in for one drive, six for six, 22-yard pass to Dallas Goddard, where Hurts really nicely uh, placed the pass so that Goddard had a chance to make the catch. Uh, 28-yard throw to Quez Watkins that Hurts uh, released as he was uh, kind of running to his right. Scrambling touchdown that got called back. I want to start with this. I know, I know what... I know what's top of mind for you, but what did you think overall? Overall, how do you rank Hurts' performance? Mike Sielski. Uh, first things first, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, how do I rank Hurts' We got it late. I just want to get rid of it. No, yeah. let's, let's, let's do it. Um, overall, very good. Uh, you, you can't argue with six for six for 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, although, having said that, I think those of us who have followed the Eagles for a long time do remember a quarterback named Sam Bradford. Oh, come on now. Going 10 come for 10. Come on. You're going there already? I just Five minutes after 10, you throw the wet blanket. I I just want to maintain a measure of perspective is all I'm saying. Uh, okay. Um, but no, overall, Jalen looked very good. Uh, and of course, we have the one play where he takes uh, the late hit out of bounds. All right. All right. Um, Let's which get there. I read your column this morning. I... I spit my coffee out two paragraphs in 
Well written, though. I'll give you that. Thanks. Um, yes, this is the other play. This is the play that uh, certainly deserves some discussion. It was on that one drive, and Hertz goes back looking for a receiver, um, breaks the pocket. Here's what happens. Down and five. The ball on the New York 35-yard line. Again, the shotgun. Hertz with Miles Sanders to his right. Takes his drop. He's looking. He's flushed out of the pocket. He's rolling. He is still rolling, and he runs out of bounds and takes a late hit as he crosses the 35-yard line. This is the thing you worry about, but it's going to cost the Jets 15 yards. Okay. Tell me what you saw, Mike Silski. Well, it goes without saying, we all saw a really dirty hit Mm -hmm. um, by... Quincy Williams. Quincy Williams, excuse yeah. me, Jets linebacker. Yep. Uh, that goes without saying. It, is, it was absolutely a bad play. Robert Sala, the Jets coach, was upset at Williams after the game in the mo- heat of the moment. Nick Sirianni Nick is was, screaming Nick, Nick was across the field, <laughs> uh, reacting like every Eagles fan did, I'm sure. Well, that's did you see, um, I think Barstool put it out, that great, they, they put the picture last year of the woman from Havertown. Yes. God bless her. I forget her name. I, she lives kind of near me. Um, who is screaming at the ref, and then they put they superimpose Nick underneath it. It was quite it's similar. The same. Nick's one of us. <laughs> Which is, and totally understandable. Yeah, totally read lips get it. there? Yeah, exactly. The thing that, I don't know, bothered might be a little too strong a word, but what I would have liked to have seen from Hertz on that play both Sirianni and in his call, Merrill Reese described Hertz as being flushed out of the pocket. Go back and watch that play. He's not flushed out of the pocket. He has a lane to throw the ball. He's not under any pressure. And he takes off and runs. Now, this is a preseason game. This is a young quarterback. I get that. Personally, I would have preferred, and I think the Eagles, if you you know, held their feet to the fire and shot them up with sodium pentothal, would tell you they would have preferred that Hurts hang in there and try to find a receiver downfield a little bit longer. That's the big question about him. Mm. And the fact that he took off and ran as quickly as he did, that's, it just, it it kind of reinforces, I think, the little bit of a worry you have about. All right, well, your point of view did get some support in your column from one A.J. Brown, Mm -hmm. who told you what? Well, he said after the game that, he wanted to see, and he told Hertz after the play when they were on the sideline that he wanted to see him slide, you know, get rid of the ball or get down, uh, especially during a preseason game, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. everybody knows that Jalen Hurts' mobility is probably his greatest strength as a quarterback. And so don't do the thing you can already do. Push yourself, test yourself. That's part of the reason that the season is so intriguing. Is The Eagles need Jalen Hurts to push himself to see what kind of quarterback he can be. Okay, so he gets up, and to his credit, well, first of all, he's not hurt, which right. is great. And second of all, he just shakes it off, goes back, and, and doesn't get rattled by it, which to me was a very good sign. Yes. I liked the way the Eagles' offensive line, my Mylotta, rushed over there and didn't get himself thrown out, but let it be known, mm-hmm. this is BS. Uh, so I like the way the Eagles team reacted. And then, of course, they drive for the touchdown, which was great. Yes. Okay. Totally great. I and mean, the, the first team offense was humming. Um, yeah, uh, that's what you want to see from a first team offense in a first preseason game. Okay. The cautionary tale to all this that occurred last night is the Jets quarterback, Zach um, Wilson. Thank you. Zach Wilson. I said Zach Brown. <laughs> Zach, Zach Wilson. 
decides to take off on one play, and he ends up, and it appeared to me, non-contact, right? It happened before. Nobody touched him. Right. His knee buckles, and it, it appears, they're going to find out today, that he may have torn his ACL. In the first preseason game of the year, he could be out for the entire year. What are you doing running the ball? Which is kind of, you know, where you're going. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm I'm not somebody who believes that just because a quarterback is mobile and runs the ball that he's necessarily at greater risk of injury. You could run. No, to, I agree. You know, you could run to avoid injury yeah, yeah. to avoid uh, a big hit. Uh, yeah. Um, just in this situation, everybody wants to see Hurts stay in the pocket and deliver the ball. Okay. You're out of your mind. Okay. Um, because not the, not the first time I've been told that. What you say is in not incorrect. But that it overshadows, at least this is the way I'm, I infer it, it overshadows a really good performance. Um, yeah, it's the Jets. And yeah, it's the first preseason. And yeah, I'm not going to put him in the Pro Bowl, let alone the Super Bowl, let anything else. But the big narrative of the entire uh, training camp has been, boy, his hurts up to it. I don't know. It didn't look very good. He was 10 for 21 with you know whatever stats. And uh, it looks pretty shaky. He was pretty close to perfect last night. Again, long road to go, but I could not have scripted a better first game for Jalen Hurts in terms of what I saw in that field. As my wife will tell you, Glenn, I'm the guy who looks at the perfect Christmas tree and stares at it, steps back away from it and says, you know what? The star on top is a little crooked. Okay. Well, that's what you're doing. <laughs> All right. That's what you're doing. 215 Okay. A couple other things off the game. We didn't... First team kind of played uh, one drive on each. Looked, both looked good. Defense, I think, gave up 11 yards on its drive, got off the field. Second unit comes on and is looking pretty good. Um, and I wanted to talk to you in particular about a couple of guys on the second unit of the defense. And I want to play one play. This is, uh, this is uh, two, two rookies mm-hmm. looking good on one play. That's Brees Hall, and Dean gets into the backfield to make that tackle for no gain. That was on cue right there. No, oh, that was a little quicker than I thought. That's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. If you watch the game, I think everybody knows the play you're talking about. Where? Yeah, our friend Ross Tucker um, giving you that very quick analysis along with Scott Graham, which is Jordan Davis and N'Kobe Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, Davis collapses the offensive line. N'Kobe Dean makes the tackle. Mike Sealski? This is the future of the Eagles. I think there's a decent chance it is, actually. I mean, you watched Jordan Davis in that game last night. It did not take long for the Jets to start double-teaming him at the point of attack because they had to double-team him at the point of attack. Um, he is He has the chance to be a really, really forceful player for them along the defensive line. And that's there's a trickle-down effect to that, right? Like, all of a sudden... If you look at their tape from last year, you see um, uh, Josh Sweat, you know, playing inside. Right. You don't have to play him inside anymore. You can right. just send him after the quarterback because mm-hmm. you've got Jordan Davis out there collapsing the pocket. And then, of course, Nicobe Dean behind him. It's nice to be able to see competent linebacking play from the Eagles. Yeah, and he wasn't the only one, and too. And he wasn't the only one. Because your white looked really good when he was in there. Yeah, so 
encouraging signs yeah. all around. I yeah, would I, would, I, I really, again, it's the preseason. And, yeah. uh, you know, we've seen teams go 4-0 in the preseason and then stink. But I was looking for some specific things. There are others that we'll talk about. Young rookie offensive linemen, I thought, look good. We'll get into some of those things. Um, I do want to uh, – you know what? Let me take one call on the Eagles, and then I want to work the Phillies in sure. the first segment. It is – the Phillies, what they are doing right now, needs to really be trumpeted and applauded. So let me just get Robert, because uh, he's got a thing about the Hertz play. What do you think, Robert? Hey, well, I think I was the first one to comment on Mike's article today, and I totally disagree with Mike, simply because you play like you, you practice like you play, and that play, he's out of bounds by two yards. Every quarterback in NFL makes that play. He runs out of bounds before the hit. He's, he's trying to score, get the crowd into it. And that was a late hit. The guy should have been ejected from the game. Maybe that would maybe deter that. But to say that it was Hertz's fault, which is kind of what the article did say, Mike, it's wrong. It's not Hertz's fault. He has learned. He hasn't learned. Sure he has. He ran out of bounds. He didn't try to stretch it into more than it was. So I would totally disagree with you on that one. I'm not suggesting, Robert, and thanks for the call, that it was Hertz's fault that he got hit. What I'm suggesting is that Jalen Hurts tends to leave the pocket before he has to. And even if he had not been hit late on that play, it still would have been, to me, a little bit discouraging to see him leave the pocket as quickly as he did. Because the whole, the whole idea of him developing as a quarterback is based around the idea that he needs to be able to stand in there a little bit longer, a little more frequently, to get the ball downfield, to get the ball into the middle of the field. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get the Phillies in here. I, I I don't want to wait too long. I really want to applaud them. You and I were both at the Eagles game, so we didn't get to watch that exciting Phillies game. I'm kind of following it on my computer as the game's going on. I'm looking at plays on Twitter and so on. But we didn't. you and I were not able to watch what happened. Um, but let's put in perspective what's going on with this team. You go first. Well, look. They are 14 games over 500. They just went into the home of the best team, second best team in the National League, the Mets, and beat arguably the best starting pitcher in Mm -hmm. baseball in Max Scherzer and did it on a night where their number three starter, Ranger Suarez, and we can talk about him a little bit more in a minute, uh, is going against Scherzer. Uh, And particularly what stands out, I think, and, and what people are excited about is not just that they're winning. It's the way they're winning. Yep. They're playing sharp, tight yep. baseball. Everything Keith Hernandez doesn't believe they can do. Yeah, they exactly. Really it's so funny you said that because they really are playing that way now. The defense last night, I saw the bone play was terrific. The mm-hmm. veerling throw that we played at the top. Wow, I didn't know he could make that throw. Yeah, and I think what gets people around here excited about that in particular is that that was a hallmark of those Phillies teams from 07 to 2011, that they were so sharp and so good defensively, whether you're talking about Rollins at shortstop, Utley at second base, Shane Victorino in center field, Carlos Ruiz behind the plate. They knew how to play the game yeah, in, addition sure to, in addition to being able to hit the ball out of the park in virtually any spot of their line. The other thing this team is doing, that that, that team, and again, it's an, I know it's an unfair comparison to compare this team to a team that won a World Series, went to two, won five divisions, but the other thing that they are doing is they are winning tight games late. The comeback against the Marlins, Alcantara earlier in the week was great. Mm-hmm. They beat Scherzer last night because, as you said, Ranger Suarez, and then the bullpen is able to shut down the Mets' offense. Um 
Stott, Bryson Stott of all people is, you know. We, we've been taking calls about leadoff hitters for the last three weeks. <laughs> Maybe uh, they can finally move yeah, Kyle well, Schwarber out of that spot. We'll, we'll see, but he certainly did it last night. He's, But he's, he's really coming around in terms of – you know he's not. You you believe he's not a 180 hitter. I don't. Right. I don't think he's going to be a 300 hitter. But he's going to be a good defensive player who can who can handle himself at the plate. Um, they're fun. They're exciting. It's really great. No, they're not going to win the World Series, but they're going to make the playoffs. And you know steps. If you remember that team 0711 team, they made the playoffs in 06. Yeah, they, they got bounced. They made the, well, they no, made the playoffs 07. in 07. Excuse me. They got bounced early, mm-hmm. quickly. But it was a stepping stone. I believe that you make the playoffs and then you try to go one round further every year. This rule does not apply to the Sixers. <laughs> it's a general rule I like to believe in. You put your finger on the thing that I, I think, as much as anything, is the reason for why they're winning games in the way that they are. The improvement to the bullpen. That was such a weak spot yeah. for them over the last few years. And there is something to be said, I think, for a team thinking that even if we're down... We know the bullpen is going to keep it close and keep us in the game and give us a shot to rally. Yep. All right. That's what we're talking about today. Pretty simple stuff. Let's get Christopher out in California. Christopher, it's uh, 718 in California. Not too early. What's hey, going what's on? what's going on? Good morning. Hey. Hey. Uh, so I haven't been really this excited uh, for the Eagles. I Jalen Hurts looks really, really good. Uh, I know he can clean up a couple of things. Um, but – the defense looks exciting to see as well. Um, th- honestly, this football season looks really, really promising. Mm-hmm. Um, on, not just that, um, I just would like to say something and kind of advocate for Gardner Minshew, though. That, d- that dude needs a, uh, he needs a shot somewhere uh, as a starter in the NFL. Uh, he, that's just wasted talent behind uh, you know, Jalen Hurts being well, a backup quarterback. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to have a veteran like that as a backup if I have a team that I think is going to go somewhere. Absolutely. I mean, he, look, he has been a relatively successful quarterback in the league. He played very well in the one game he got to start last against, year. Against, against the Jets, against too. Against the Jets. Right. Um, but you, you have him on a, on a really manageable contract as about as good a backup as you're going to find in the NFL. Um, but Hurts is the starter of this team. Yeah, yeah. So they're really high on the kid um, Stinnett that they got from, uh, or Stinnett that they got yeah. from Miami, uh, San Diego State. I think he played San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, and I, I guess he's having a really good camp, and they're liking him a lot. But you can't. Th- there's been an argument that if he looks really good, you trade Minshew, get a second or third rounder, and you go with him. But again, if you have hopes to go far this year, and this team really can go far. You do want that veteran presence oh, as a backup. Look, the Eagle. The re- reason the Eagles won a Super Bowl in 2017-2018 was because of the backup quarterback they had. And again, Minshew was on a very manageable contract. The fact that he and Hurts cost so little against the cap is what allowed the Eagles to go ahead and make all these improvements in the offseason. If I'm the Eagles, I'm not trading Gardner Minshew. I agree. It is a beautiful morning in Philadelphia. Well, both the weather, which is actually really nice right now. We're not we're out of that 98 degrees. Thank and God. in terms of the sports outlook, uh, both teams that are playing right now uh, really looked good last night. Very exciting, and we want to talk to you about that. 215-592-9494. He's Mike Sealski. I'm Glenn Mack. Now, by the way, special guest coming up. Special to me, anyway. 
94 WIP, a a guy who's been a character on our show before who I think our listeners like and just had a birthday. 215-592-9494. Mike Sielski, Glenn Mack, now Saturday morning on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.